And we are live. How are we doing, Wolfpack Nation? This is Pack Center. I'm your host, Austin Paschke, joined by my co-host, like always, Tyler Seth. It's been a it's been a long time. A couple yeah. at least a couple weeks. We should have looked at the last episode. The last episode. Three weeks? Uh more than that. I think a month. I think the last It's going on a month now. I can check our I'll check our Google. Which is crazy quick. to think about because it's kind of flown by a little bit. Oh, more than a month. More than a month? Cause it's oh no, cause you put four thirty. So it's been it's been about a month. Cause our last recording I think was the ninth of March. Jeez. And now it is the first of April. So almost a month that we've been away, but um, a lot of stuff has happened. A lot of I mean. I mean, <laughs> I remember the last episode we. I mean, March Madness was still going on. Um, tournaments still, were still going, like yeah. Tournaments, yeah. Right, the Mountain West tournament ju- just wrapped up, yeah. and now we got news. Obviously, this weeks ago, but since we've been talking to you guys, um, March Madness over, um, sports canceled, baseball delayed, football who knows, basketball probably never again, and uh, no, I'm just, but but seriously, it's yeah. like been a little crazy. Um, we got a good episode for you guys though. We are going to talk about the end of both ba- uh, basketball seasons and kind of what are the off the off seasons been like for both of them. Um, women's is a little crazy right now. Little less news on the men's side, but we're going to talk about that. Talk about the spring sports that were uh, abruptly ended and what's going on with them, and then we're going to talk about just some non sports stuff for once. We're going to talk about. Um, quarantine stuff. We're going to talk about Netflix because what else are you going to do during a quarantine than watch Netflix? So it's going to be a good episode. I'm really excited that we are back. It is not an April Fool's joke. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's April 1st. And um, it's going to be a good episode, guys. We will be right back and stick with us. And we are back, ready to rock and roll. First off, we gotta talk about what's going on with women's basketball. There has been a mass exodus from this team. Like, I think six people, six or seven people. I think it's more like seven or eight, honestly. Maybe it is seven because last yeah. time it was, yeah, it should be around there now, are in the transfer portal. Obviously, we're not going to speculate as to why, but there has been a mass exodus of women's basketball. There's only four players on the team right now. Dom Phillips, sorry, five. Dom Phillips, Nia Alexander, Deja Hamilton, and then we also got commits for next year freshman um, Kenna Holt. She is from Bishop Minogue. She's a local. She signed in the early signing period in November, I believe. And then Gabby Rones, she is from Sacramento. Shout out Sacramento. So, we have a starting lineup. We have yeah. that's good. I mean, we don't have a six person, but there is. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I don't want to speculate and say it's Coach Levin's or. But I mean, the year that they had obviously wasn't the best, but I don't think it was what they were hoping for at all, and that might play a little bit into why um, so many people have left the program now. Yeah, I mean, when we talked to Essence in the beginning. Uh, I think it was the women's media day, the women's basketball media day. We talked to Essence Booker. We talked to Marguerite Effa. But I think Essence said it when we asked her about how they were projected to finish seventh in the preseason polls. She kind of took that as a slap in the face. And I think the team had very high expectations of what they wanted to do and how they were going to do the season. I don't think that went their way at all. No. I mean, Um, even when we interviewed Amanda Levin, she was... Yeah. I mean, they were all really high on this year. Yes, yes. And I think... I mean, we were too at the beginning of the season. I thought it was going to be a great year. Mm -hmm. This team has really something special. But now as 
Essence is in the portal. You have, you know, every Jenna's in the portal. Everyone mm-hmm. else is basically in the portal. Mm-hmm. It's like, like AJ said, we're not going to, you know, put up to speculation, but it's just going to be kind of an interesting thing to look out for is, you know, how many of these players actually do come back? How mm-hmm. many are just kind of testing those waters and wanting to come back? But it's still kind of a scary thought, you know. It's kind of like basketball was mm-hmm. last season in the summer. We have so many players in the portal. It's Alfred's job to bring them back. But yeah, I don't think it was the season they were hoping for. No. Um, and now it's just kind of, you know, in that weird transition period. And now it's just a weird time for everything sports-wise right, right. now. Well, and then there's the op- there's the possibility, well, I don't think it's a high possibility, but there, there is a possibility where none of them come back. Yeah. And then Levens is in a really, really bad position because – getting transfers as it is right now is already is hard enough. I mean, yeah. you can't, no one can visit. No one can go anywhere. You can't go to talk to people. It's all on zoom or whatever Skype. And it's just, it's a really weird thing. So to get that many players from the transfer portal or just hoping to get impact freshmen is going to be something really hard to do. I mean, yeah, you said it. I mean, essence, that's probably the biggest blow to this team, but then you had arguably our st- starter for like 75% of the season, Jenna Williams at point guard. She she kind of got into her own. She wasn't really a scorer. She's kind of almost like Lindsey Drew. She was passing the ball a lot. She's gone. Michaela Maya, who stepped up in the second half of the season, really, um, she's gone or in the transfer portal. So now it's it's truly like, what the heck is going on? And I think the main difference between women's basketball and men's basketball is Alfred was a brand new head coach. I mean, this isn't like Muss's third, fourth season and everyone transferred because they weren't happy with Muss. Like, this is like kind of weird uncharted territory it's like they have a coach that supposedly they got along with and they wanted to win for and play hard for yet why are seven people transferring yeah, you know what i mean it's like think about the thing that amanda levens has built throughout these last couple of years as well is you know i feel like we were really starting to pick up momentum you know you yeah, have a lot of these definitely we were talking about two years ago a lot of these freshmen making impacts right. now it's a lot of these sophomores now those sophomores are turning juniors right and it's you know, you have a lot of like veteran leadership on this women's team that Amanda Levins has coached up her way and kind of brought up herself, and now they're basically all on the portal. It's just kind of a, it's an interesting situation for both, you know, player and coach, uh, and it's just going to take some more time to see how this folds out. And they're losing a lot. I mean, not just Essence Booker. It's just the entire group that's leaving. I mean, fifty-eight percent of their points, fifty-seven percent of their assists. 40% of their rebounding, 44% of their steals, 67% of their blocks, all gone, all in the transfer portal right now. I'm tempted not to say gone, but I mean, it, it's really not looking good because obviously they put their name into a transfer portal for a reason. But as of right now, we can look to Dom Phillips, Nia Alexander, Deja Hamilton. That's not a horrible three to be coming back, no. to be honest with you. Nia Alexander, I would say that she was probably our best big right behind um Marguerite Effa. Yeah. You know, I mean, she was really coming to her own. Deja Hamilton was by far the best defensive player on the team. So while they are losing a lot, thank God they're not losing everyone. Um, it could have been a Coach Alford situation where there's no one on the team at the point or one person or whatever on the team. So um, I guess five is better than one, but we will be able to, you know, see what happens with that. Stay glued into our Twitter as we uh, obviously keep updating you guys on that news. Men's basketball, though, over, obviously. But what is next year going to look like? Um, we also got a signee, Grant Sherfield, who um, transferred from Wichita State. If he does not get immediate eligibility, he's going to have to sit out next year. He'll be able to play three 
Yes, he played yeah. his freshman year. Yeah, he'll be able to play three more. Great get, in my opinion, from Wichita State. He had a pretty good um, freshman year at Wichita State. There was one week we had f- AC. Um, they're not ACC. What are they? AC? No, it's uh Oh, I totally forgot what they're in. Oh, AAC? American Athletic Conference? They're in one of the yeah. AAC, whatever. A- I think it's AAC. But he got Freshman of the Week one week. Yeah. Um. So he's he's a player, and I'm really glad we got him. He had ties to Alfred when he got recruited. He actually signed to UCLA. Yeah. Signed his letter of intent. Uh, Alfred, unfortunately, got let go. And then, well, not unfortunately for us, but unfortunately for him. And then he moved or recommitted to Wichita State. We're also going to talk about the uh, possibility of our local favorite, Jalen Harris possibly going pro, and uh, that is something that I've seen on social media about them talking about, so that's going to be interesting. But next year's roster, um, we're obviously losing a lot, but we have some pretty solid pieces coming back, and then we have some pieces that are going to be able to play. Um, They're now going to be eligible that are going to be huge. We're talking about Warren Washington. We're talking about Desmond Cambridge from Brown, and then you have the paired or you have them pairing with Zane Meeks. You have them pairing with, obviously, Jalen Harris and a lot of young players. Um, what are you looking for next year in our team, and who are you most excited for either to come back or to, like, step on the court for the first time? Um, hopefully, Grant Sherfield in, like, the 1%, I think he might be able to get immediately eligible, does. That would be crazy. But um, who are you looking forward to next year as uh, this roster slowly but surely starts to build? I mean, right now, I think I'm looking most forward to Warren Washington. Yeah. I mean, he's a big kind of three four kind of hybrid three four type player. I think he'll. I think he'll play the center. He's like seven one. Really? Yeah, he's huge. I, I think mean, it'd be huge for him in the center. Yeah, but him and KJ down at there, Oregon. And Robbie. At Oregon State, I think he played more of a four, four. position yeah. for them. But right. um, I mean, it's a post player. He's a big big boy. Yeah. Who does have kind of a or a mid range shot that can also you know he's just a big boy. He can bully yeah. people down low. Yes. I think that's the most. That's the one I'm most excited for. My only question is, just because we have a lot of overturn and we have a lot of people coming in and people yeah. going out, it's kind of the chemistry for me, especially uh, when you know men's basketball would usually be all together at this time, would usually be in their kind of off-season workout period. Mm-hmm. You know, are they going to have all that chemistry that you know a team usually has? And it's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and we talked about that last year a little bit with a lot of, you know, Cody, Caleb, Jordan, Trey Porter all leaving, Treshawn Thurman leaving, you know, all that kind of turnaround of the chemistry. And we kind of did see the team start slow, but now it's, you know, Jazz Johnson, Nizre, John Carlo, all those kind of pieces that were got big minutes for this team are now going to be leaving. And then who knows if Jalen comes back or he wants to pursue his pro career. So it's going to be a little bit interesting to see how the chemistry works. But right now I think Warren Washington's on my radar. I want to see this kid play. I've heard a bunch of great things about him and I just want to see him see what he actually has, uh, on the court. Okay. Well, I lied to you because I'm going to say a duo. I know I limited you to one. That was so rude, but I'm going to say a duo Desmond Cambridge, Jalen Harris front court duo. That's going to no, sorry, backcourt duo. That's actually absolutely going to like tear up the Mountain West. Desmond Cambridge, Ivy League, Ivy League freshman player of the year last year. Jalen Harris. Two years ago now. Sorry, two years. Yes, sec- technically, yes. Two years ago now. <laughs> two seasons um, ago. Two seasons ago. And then Jalen Harris, Mountain West player of the year this year, should have been. And so them two <laughs> together is going to be absolutely unreal. I would say probably the one of the, if not the best backcourt duo 
in the Mountain West if Jalen Harris obviously does what he does, but I'm really interested to see if how Desmond Cambridge can adjust to Mountain West play because, I mean, that's it's really good what he did over at Brown, um, but it's a little bit different. I would say the Mountain West is a little bit faster, um, but it, it will be really interesting to see how this team plays next year with, like you said, so many moving parts in the offseason. And the offseason, obviously, right now, kind of... Uh, Kind of uncertain, to say the least. But Grant Sherfield obviously just committed, what was it, last week now. Big get, in my opinion. Huge get. Going to be able to play for three years. Hopefully, I mean, I, I highly doubt he's going to be able to get immediately eligible. I mean, you never know in these right. kind of circumstances. You never know because there is a lot of weird stuff going on. But I think that, um, I think he's going to be a huge get. I mean, Chris Murray and his... Uh, Murray Mailbag said that if he does, on the off chance he does come back, he's going to get upwards of 25 minutes a game, which I think is a little steep. But if he can, if he does what he did at Wichita State, who I think is obviously a little bit better in a little bit of a better conference than Nevada and Mountain West, yeah, he's going to be able to tear up the Mountain West. He's yeah. going to go stupid. Like he is going to be someone to really watch for in the next coming years. If he's able to play next year, we undoubtedly have the best backcourt in the Mountain West uh-huh. with Desmond, Jay Lynn, and now uh, again. Sherfield. Yeah, After pretty much year, again. Yeah, yeah uh, pretty much again. And then you pair that with Warren, Was- Warren Washington, KJ Himes, who had um, an all right year, but definitely grew a lot. And um, Robbie Robinson, just a lot of like front court players that can actually play now. Um, but Grant Sherfield, from like what we've seen, from a little highlights we've seen, I know 15th Street in Virginia on Twitter did a really good um, highlight tape of him. He looks like a stud. He's not much of a shooter, but he can get to the rim whenever he wants. Yeah, he's kind of, from the highlights we've seen, obviously, it's not it's not much as he, I think he averaged around 9, 10 minutes at Wichita State. Mm-hmm. And then we watched some high school highlights. Um, definitely more of a slasher, kind of a Jalen Harris type, but without kind of that perimeter shot. He still can't shoot, don't get me wrong. But it's kind of more of a slasher role from Grant Sherfield. And his body control is something that really impressed me. It's kind of like, I mean, it's saying it again, it's kind of a Jalen Harris. When he gets up to the rim and takes contact very well and can finish a lot of those opportunities, which is something that I think would be really helpful, especially when you got people like Zane Meeks that can shoot from perimeter. You have Jalen Harris that can, you know, that picking or that uh, driving kick. Yeah. It'll be a. Uh, something to watch for to see either if he can develop kind of more of that three-point shot or that perimeter shot or if he's just going to be a straight slasher throughout his college career and I think you know for you know it never hurts to have both obviously but I really like his potential I can see this kid getting a little bit more muscle getting a little bit stronger and really kind of having a solid place in Nevada probably if obviously we talked about that if he does get eligible right away yeah uh, he'd probably easily see some big minutes um, in the rotation from Alfred, but if he doesn't, the year after that, I mean, I, this kid's gonna, this kid's gonna be something good, and I'm actually really excited. It's a huge gift for Alfred. And not only, I mean, if he does get eligible like right away, that'd be great. But we have a lot of really good freshmen coming in next year. Jaylani Clark, who I'm really excited about. He, I think he plays for the Oakland um, Soldiers. Yeah, he's he's an explosive kid. He can just literally hop out of the um, gym. He kind of reminds me of Jalen when he when he jumps and is just crazy. Um, Aleem, Aleem, I'm going to butcher this last name. I already know, so I apologize. Husienovich. Not not the worst. No, not um, terrible. 
Bosnian kid, I think. Oh. Plays for his home team in the um like the FIBA or whatever. Oh, like okay. the you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he is gonna be I think he's gonna be a really good get. Obviously he's already used to really high level basketball. Daniel Foster, who's from Australia, he's gonna be um a pretty good freshman. Grant Sherfield, obviously, if he's available. Um I know I'm missing a couple, but I blanking but we have a pretty good freshman team that's coming in along with the people that we have warren washington and crew jalen harris coming back the only thing i'm a little worried about is point guard um but i think that you know slowly but surely this team's gonna come around do you have an all way too early prediction of mountain west standings i mean i know i just sprung this on you like out of nowhere but i mean looking at our roster looking at Obviously, we don't know who's going to go pro with San Diego State and whatever. But, I mean, where do you think? Obviously, I would be very surprised we're sitting one. But I'd be very surprised we're sitting sixth as well. So, where do you see us kind of falling next year? Kind of like the same range or maybe four or five? Yeah, if you take a look at kind of around, I think Malachi Flynn goes to the draft. I think that's mm-hmm. his junior campaign. Is Wetzel's something... gone at SDSU as yes. well. Yes, you have a lot of, lot of people from kind of bigger schools around the country or excuse me around the mountain west that are going to leave i think that opens the door for Jalen to come back and then a lot of you know untapped potential at nevada i could see us finishing uh just a spitball prediction we don't even know the roster don't even know i could see us sitting fourth that's exactly maybe fifth yeah um ceiling i could see us at like two yeah it's like our ceiling but i think around i think around four is something i was thinking um, a lot of talent that has shown itself in other leagues. You have Desmond Cambridge, yeah. um, and then you have Warren Washington, obviously, who played at a Pac-12 school, Oregon State. Right. You know, not too shabby there. Um, so a lot of untapped potential in the Mountain West, especially on this Nevada team. But I think around a fourth place finishes something I could see as if they all kind of have you know mediocre to good season. If they all play out of their potential, it's going to be right. you know it's going to be something scary. And and that's and that's what um. That's what Alfred has his teams doing the like the best. Like he had this team while while there was a lot of questions in the beginning. Like they, he had this team playing very very well at the end of the year, and um, I think this is what he's going to be able to do next year as well with this team. One thing that will definitely hurt that standing. And I was going to say four as well, right around um, in the, like the top tier, kind of middle of the pack. Um, but one thing that would hurt that is if Jalen Harris goes to the draft, which is kind of a possibility we've been seeing now. Chris Murray, while we talked about it like right when the season ended, I think that was actually on our last episode or two episodes ago, we didn't think it was really a possibility just because he is kind of flying under the radar of um, NBA execs. And if anything, this coronavirus is going to actually hurt his chances of yeah. getting in the NBA. People can't see him play. Yeah. And you know NBA execs are taking their time to FaceTime or Skype or whatever the way bigger prospects. And I don't think you know they might be, but... I don't think they're going to Jalen Harris and trying to Skype him on a, you know what I mean? I don't know. But uh, Chris Murray reached out to the Harris family and they have, obviously they haven't made any decisions yet, but he is going through the undergraduate advisory committee to get feedback on where his draft stock really is. While it obviously doesn't mean he's going to the draft, he wants to know where he stands. Um, A lot of people do this. They, they see what their draft stock is. They, he didn't sign with an agent so he can obviously, or he didn't, declare with an agent or whatever like Mm -hmm. he's just with himself and his dad so he can obviously come back but it's a lot it's what players obviously do is get their draft stock see what they need to work on and then come back and work on it so while i'm not too worried this is a possibility that he does go to the nba draft because 
I mean, he would obviously be a very, very good get for any team, but I think, you know, I think he has a lot of room to improve still, even as, you know, the numbers he put up. Uh, ESPN ranks Harris as the number 95 prospect in this year's draft, does not have him on the 60-player mock draft. So while he's pretty close, he could obviously sneak in there. Um, It's kind of a bold move declaring for the draft and then you know if you're 95 you're hoping for that one one of the 60 and i don't know if that's gonna gonna happen he can always go without a agent yeah so if he doesn't get drafted he can come back but i mean this is kind of know. a situation that the twins and jc went through yeah. their junior year it's right. kind of the same exact thing is right they uh cody and caleb and jordan caroline all yeah. went through without an agent went to a couple of pre-draft workouts saw what they needed to work on right. and then came back and really heart like honed in on that Looks and how, now we're yeah. Look yeah, how it worked out with for them. The twins are both playing yeah. in the league. Cody getting more playing time with the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, and then you have Caleb kind of bouncing up and down between the G League. But before the coronavirus, he was they were they started yeah. both both of them started one game. Or yeah, something like it was yeah. So they were on the up and up for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. And then you have JC still obviously playing with the the Lakers G League organization, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like you said, it's a it's a normal thing that people go through in the draft process and. I think if Jalen thinks it's going to benefit him yeah. to return, I think it will, in my will personal too. opinion. Right. Um, he'll come back. And I think 95 is probably a little too low. Um, Another, then you have yeah. to bank on you know post-draft signings like Jordan Caroline was. Right. Um, and another guy, current, current player evaluator Matt Babcock, has him number 38 on his pre-draft. So that's way higher than 90. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously... There is a possibility. I mean, it's definitely not like out of the question that he does go to the draft. Yeah. It's just it will be very interesting to see if he does. And I mean, on a non-biased point, I've all we've said this multiple times. We just want the players what's best for them. Yeah. And we'll analyze what we need to analyze. But truly, from like an unbiased point, I think that coming back would benefit him. Yeah. I think it would only boost his draft stock. Um, because you know, while he obviously had the ball in his hands for pretty much the entire season last year. Dude, this ball, there's no one else, like, we haven't seen anyone else that the ball's going to go to in crunch time, yeah. or just, you know, in any other play, so it's like, Jalen Harris is going to get the ball in his hands on every single possession, so it's like, you would suggest that he would come back and maybe, you know, boost his draft stock a little bit, but you never know, obviously, I think that he should come back, it would be, make for a pretty nice 2020-2021 season yeah. um, coming up next year. Let's talk about some spring sports that were abruptly halted by this damn Rona outbreak. <laughs> so we got all spring sports. NCA announced winter sports um, players cannot come back next year. They cannot for winter sports. Is that like an official statement? Yeah. Okay. Spring, they can. Because I heard, because when they announced spring, it said winter sports are not included. I think in it was. Oh, so I don't know right. if they're still thinking about winter sports or if it's like a definitive. No. I think from that meeting, the verbiage came out, and I think winter sports cannot. Okay. So okay. basketball's out of the question. Because you got I all mean, these, you got Obi Toppin, right? Declaring for draft, right. Right. and you have all obviously these. football's not even in the question. They oh, yeah, ended way early, but it's like, let's talk about those spring sports that were now uh, interrupted. You have baseball, softball. You have golf, you have, but some of those are like dual, like they play in the like fall. Like tennis and golf are both right. like, I don't know what kind you of would... preseason and season sports, right. so it's kind of a tricky road. You would hope there. that like a player like Julian Evard can come back. He was having a really, really, really good season, um, arguably the best, literally the number one player on our tennis yeah. team. Um, he's a senior. Hopefully he'll be able to come back. And then you talk about another like um, 
oh, what were we just talking about before on air? Was it golf or no track and field? Track and field. They have a fall season and then they also play in the spring, like an outdoor indoor season. It's yeah. two different things. I don't know if they're going to be able to come back, but like. Sports like baseball and softball, at least they'll be able to come back and mm-hmm. play another year if they want. This is going to help out our baseball team tremendously. I know they're very, very happy about getting an extra year. It's almost like this year didn't happen for them. Yeah. And I probably won't recognize this year. I They won like, what, four games? Three games? Yeah. I'm not going to recognize it. This game, this year didn't happen. But they get another year next year. Jalen McLaughlin's going to be back. Fentress is going to be able yeah. to be back. There's a lot of players that are now going to be able to be back. That weren't gonna be able to um, stay. I mean, it, Don Trump. I think he Don't was a senior. Trump, yeah. senior. Um, Venezuela, Ben Gustafson. So I mean, these uh, are a lot of players. Ben Shane, Purcell. yes, that was Shane Gustafson, Ben Purcell. Um, oh, both seniors. Yep, yeah, they're gonna be able to come back. Um, roster sizes are done for next year. Pretty much, you can have as many people on the roster as you want because of um, obviously what happened this year and the scholarship number is up as well you can have as many number of scholarships as you want um but while that's good news at the same time it's not so good news for small schools like nevada and small schools in the mountain west um for the power conferences they can just whatever i mean they have plenty of money the vanderbilts the old misses the floridas of NCAA. i mean and it's like and chris murray talked about it too is like those scholarships aren't cheap dude it's like you have, and then it's like, how many you're gonna have? You're gonna have seven extra scholarships. That's thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, I think it's close to that hundred thousand dollar mark. That Nevada is gonna have to pay for. It's like, where's this money coming from? Um, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be weird, really weird to see how this entire thing plays out. But at least they'll be able to get some um, some players back. Softball as well. I know that some some softball players were having just stellar years and while softball didn't have the best um beginning to the season i know that they were we talked about it they were on the up and up and so there's just a lot of you know i'm glad they're going to be able to play another year yeah basically yeah i think it's you know you're in what was it probably 15 games into a close to 50 game season mm-hmm. uh for baseball at least um, oh they barely scratched the surface. yeah I mean, so it's yeah. so especially and you think about dudes like Jalen mclaughlin who's yeah. having a not so hard start to his he's season, hitting year. under. It was just, he was having under one hundred and fifty. Yeah, he's not having a good start to his season, and so he gets a second money. chance. Yeah, yeah a he gets money. a great second chance. Keanu Fentress, who wasn't seeing a lot of playing time, had a couple of decent he's, outings. Yeah, he was hovering around the hundred mark for batting. Yeah, I mean, and then, that's a restart button. But then you look at guys like Dylan Trump, right. who's having a great Crazy start year. to the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably the best average and yeah. Uh, close to RBI leader on the team behind, uh, I think, Wyatt Tilly, if I'm yeah. not mistaken, that kind of get cut short. And totally you could tell people that. like yeah. him and um, probably Jay-Z, who had another nice yeah. average on the team, they were both on the up and up this last couple uh, home series that we were playing. Yeah, uh, Probably a disappointing end to the season for them. But all in all, I think, you know, it gets really interesting. You know, that 35-27 roster limit is kind of like the seniors don't count. Right. And it's, you know... Especially like you were talking about smaller schools like Nevada, it's going to be a tough time. You know, you're going to have to might you might have to cut back on some scholarships. Oh yeah, definitely. I uh, mean, any Mountain West school besides Boise is going to gonna, like really take a hit for yeah, this. Like even even Boise, who just right. started their baseball program, right. how much money do they really right. have in the tank right. to provide these scholarships. So, you know, something to look out for next season. I mean, every sport. You know, that we're, you know, NBA, even professional NBA, MLB, you know, it's all just going to be a different, yeah, this is uncharted weird. territory, yeah. but 
you know, especially for these seniors, I think it's for the majority of them, I think it's a good thing. They get to come back. Definitely. Um, they get to really show what they're worth, especially a guy like Jalen McLaughlin, who's had an amazing junior campaign. Yeah. His senior campaign started slow. Right. Fentress, kind of the same thing. Tilly wasn't having the greatest season either. Gustafsson came out the pen, um, had a couple of solid games. Ben Purcell, who was a transfer from Sac City a couple of years ago, um, now gets an extra season if they want it. They, again, this is all if they want it. Yeah. You know, you could have a guy like Dylan Schrum go uh, enter his name in the MLB draft. Right. It's all if these players want to come back. Uh, so it's going to be – that's another thing to look out for is how many want to come back, how many want to stay. So it's going to be kind of – you know, this is all uncharted territory like we said. So it's going to be kind of an interesting thing to look out for coming next season for baseball. It's going to be a lot of lot of senior leadership yeah. um, from this baseball team if a lot of people decide to stay. Well, and – and then the people I feel, while I do feel obviously horrible for the seniors, um, but they said no on the winter sports. So that brings up another question is, um, I saw people online defending that. Obviously, there's two ways you can look at it. It's like give the seniors an extra year to play for basketball or take a risk of hurting the schools even more financially. I mean, imagine if Nevada wouldn't know what to do. I mean, imagine Jazz Johnson, Lindsey Drew, J.C., God, I mean, Nisre, all yeah. those seniors coming back. I mean, that would be anarchy. There'd be so much money you'd have to give. Yeah. While I do feel bad for them, I I, I, will, I, I kind of think this was the right move to not allow winter sports another year because that would even that would set schools back so far financially uh-huh. that I don't think they'd be able to return for that. Yeah, I mean, if you're thinking with your heart, it's like right. you, want you want to see Jazz yeah. in the silver and blue. You want to see Lindsay in the silver and Definitely. blue for his sixth year, you know. That would make the team unreal. Um. Yeah, it'd be insane. But if you're thinking with your head, it's especially for if you're the NCAA thinking yeah. about this to make an even kind of playing field. I get to allow spring sports. Yeah, they were cut incredibly a short. fifth into their season. Yeah. You have basketball that was probably three quarters plus through their yeah, season. They were pretty much. Um, it's dumb. a tough. It's a tough call. But I I do agree with the NCAA on that kind of their tough call that they have to make about kind of winter sports and. It does suck for a lot of the seniors, you know, especially we were talking about this before we started recording. All the small, the max schools that yeah. won their tournament and they're now in the, you know, in the big dance for the first time. Right. And, you know, I mean, who Summit, knows how Summit long. Valley. I mean, yeah. you have teams like Robert Morris who were going to make it to the dance for the first time. And then another, another t- like, people, like, I feel bad for the Daytons and the San Diego States and yeah. the teams that really were having probably, I mean, Dayton was. That was probably their best year in it's, program history. Yes, yeah. San Diego State was probably their best year in, in school history, hands down. Um, and while I didn't like seeing San Diego State win, especially when they played us, I feel bad for Malachi Flynn. I feel bad for Yanni Wetzel, who's now gone as a senior. I feel bad for these guys because I know if it was Nevada, I would be so livid. And I can't even imagine how the players feel. Yeah. Like They put in their heart and soul for this year. They have the most special year that their school's ever seen. They just break records, and they do really, really high-level stuff. And they don't reap the rewards of that. Like, it's taken away from them. It's out of their power. And that's where I feel the worst for, is those type of schools. And specifically, those type of players, those seniors who will never get that again. I mean, I saw Scott Van Pelt is doing a really good, um, like, kind of series on seniors that never like really got their like senior shout out or whatever senior night and there was a team from the bay area i think it was like the oakland city 
Oakland City College or San Francisco City College, something like that. They went 30 and 0. I think their closest team closest game was like they won by 7 points. And like they couldn't they didn't reap the rewards of that. They didn't play in a championship game. Yeah. They didn't get any of that. While it was a great year, they didn't get to see the final, you know, where final product. San Diego State, Dayton, those are two final four elite eight teams. Yeah. They didn't get, you know what I mean? That's where I feel the worst for. So in conclusion, this virus sucks. Yeah. <laughs> this virus sucks. Speaking of the coronavirus, though, now we get on to the most important facts yes. or the most important topics to discuss. Best quarantine snack. And that this one's going to be a hard one because me and Tyler are snack heads. We like a lot of snacks. Yes. We like chips. We like different stuff. If you had to go with you can only have one snack for the rest of quarantine, which oh we don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. Could be a really long time. You only get one snack. Yeah. What would that one snack be? So the first thing that goes through my head is kind of you can't have a super fattening snack. Right. Because if that's going to be your only snack through quarantine, you know, you don't want to gain 20, 25 pounds through quarantine. I was thinking um, donuts. Can't go there. See, yes, can't go to that is what, go that, to that was where my mind first went is those right. little mini donuts from yeah. 7-Eleven. Can't go there. Um, no, we can't get there. You know what? If I'm going to do one, I think I'm going to go peanuts. I've been on wow. a real peanut kick recently. The ones in the shells, too. I you just said that. The ones in the shells. Oh, my God. The salted peanuts? roasted peanuts in the shells. I think that is a wow. solid place to start. Wow. Because... I don't know. Is that even technically? I guess that's I a snack. I think that's a snack. That is a snack. It's a snack, but peanuts? What are you, like, at like a baseball I, game in the 1940s? Like, I on. mean, we're trying to stay healthy yeah, here. That's, right? true. that's what I, I mean. If if that, if that I didn't right. give a crap about my health, I'd say mini donuts. Uh, give me 100 boxes of those. Hostess, if you're listening by any chance. Sponsor please us. Please sponsor <laughs> us. Send me as much donuts as you want. I will eat them all, I promise. Yeah, um, but you can't. Yeah, you can't. But if it. we're if it. I'm trying to think about my health in the long term future of my life, I'm gonna go with kind of a healthier thing. I'm gonna say peanuts, or um, I do love some pita chips and hummus. Okay, that is an also that is also another uh, strong snack for me. Peanuts, definitely not a route I would have gone down. Yeah, but that's what I figured. I'm stuck between two, and it's very very hard. I really like flavored blasted. Uh, goldfish yeah oh God. they're yeah. so good yeah they're addicting they're so good but then i really like the flaming hot munchy bag oh, okay it has like pretzels yeah flaming hot cheetos has like doritos. doritos and yeah yeah so i think i'm gonna have to go with the hot spicy munchies yeah okay as my number one quarantine snack if i cannot leave the house just give me 20 bags of those and i'll be good for a week yeah maybe okay. half a week I, I I do four like, days. And I'll, I'll, I'll down those twenty bags. I do like that answer. I uh, I'm a big fan of Cheetos Puffs too. Ooh, Cheetos those Puffs. Those are those are up there for me. Those are probably top three in my snack kind of category. I if we weren't thinking about health, my right. list is completely different. Yeah, but it's like we don't know how long this is gonna go. I need to be safe. And you know we don't know how long this is gonna go. And never in my years did I think. We were going to be talking about snacks on Pack Center, but here, <laughs> here we are talking about quarantine snacks. What pairs best with snacks? And that's watching TV during a quarantine. Mm. Netflix obviously is making the most money they probably ever made in oh, their 100%. entire lifetime right now. Yes, but we've been on some crazy Netflix binges. Um, if you guys are listening to us, you know you guys can comment on Twitter at us. Let us know what you guys have been watching because we're always looking for new ideas. Please, yeah, but. We watched a couple of them. 
Um, which one has been crazy? I know Love is Blind is like, yeah, I wouldn't even call it a dating show. Come on. It's like a reality TV yes, show. Yes, They're marrying people that they've never seen before after three, not even, like no, it's two like a, weeks. A week and a half, two weeks, yeah. Come on. How are you? And you, you talk to people for a week and you're marrying them. You haven't even seen them. Yeah. One girl was like, when they walked out of the mid, when they walked out to see each other for the first time, when the dude's about to marry her, she goes, she goes, he's definitely not what I was expecting. Yeah, they're like, already engaged at that right, point. Right, You can't do anything. So Love is Blind is crazy. Tiger King, oh, that God. has been absolutely, un- if you guys have not seen Tiger King, first of all, straight off the bat, how the hell have I never heard of this, yeah. all this entire debacle before? Like, never have I once heard of Joey Exotic. Never once have I heard to be. This is how ignorant I was. I didn't even know big cat zoos were a thing. I, I mean, didn't I even, think it's like I think it's like an underground thing, if anything. Like, but they're apparently littered throughout the South. Yeah. Like, apparently Oklahoma, Florida. Like, walk yeah. ten miles and there's a damn big cat park. Like, this thing is crazy. It's it's one of the weirdest like shows that people have beef with each other. But like, it's weird because like it's probably the most entertaining beef that i think i've oh, seen in a very long yes. time i i can't there's murder there's setups there's baby tigers the there's F- the damn fbi's involved in this stuff joey exotic is someone that i would just i want to talk to him one-on-one for like 20 minutes yeah and just pick just his brain him down because more than that i think i'll go crazy Less than that, I won't get his full story. Yeah. Like, I want to talk to him and dissect his brain, because that is one crazy dude. Oh, yeah. Like, unreal. Tiger King, unreal. I still think, what's her name, Carol? Carol Baskin, yeah. I still think she murdered her husband. I think so, too. How does he just disappear? Dude, what, what were the signs? She Okay, well, first, they faced told it. about 20 people that they were going to divorce, right? Right, and he said, and watch he's my like, back. Yeah, because he's, he's like, this girl's crazy, man. This girl's crazy. He tells, like, probably 10, 15, 20 different people that, hey, I'm going to do this coming right. up. So, you know, if something happens. He literally said, he said if like, something, something happens to me, um, you know, you know what's up. To set the stage a little bit, I don't, because I don't, we we can't assume our listeners true, know true. what's going on. I mean, we don't want to spoil anything. Right. But this is a very right. small, think yeah. about this. This is a very small part in this oh, yeah. whole documentary maybe, series. Maybe 5, 10% yes. of this entire yes. series is this murder. But basically... This guy named Joey Exotic and two other owners of two other parks were all in like this feud and they all have like big cats, like tigers, I don't Lions, know, jaguars, yeah. like just like they Exotic all animals, illegal stuff. Yes. And they all own them and they have a zoo and basically they go after each other and they, it's like no holds barred, like murder. Yeah. And like. Carol Baskins, who owns some... I think she was the Florida person. It was Big Cat Rescue. Right, in, owns, in yeah. Florida. Yeah. She claims she's not a Big Cat breeder or owner or whatever, yet she has a... Whatever. Zoo. I don't... I can't even try to keep up. Yet, she... There was reports of her feeding her first husband to lions. Yep. And taking all of his money. And I still... Th- and she was never convicted of it. He just disappeared. But... No DNA tests were done on the lions to see what was inside their stomach. Or the meat grinder. That was a big controversial one. Yeah, they said there was the meat grinder that was like, could have ground up her husband. This entire series, and that's not, yeah, like you said, that's not even like it's probably remotely the, the story. Thing. Yeah. 
That's a side story of the whole story. That show is insane. Um, yeah, what else have you been doing specifically to pass the time in quarantine since we can't really leave the house? I mean, it's hard. I mean, it's a lot of a lot of video games. A lot. What of, are you playing? Uh, a lot of Call of Duty. Nice. You know, the new Warzone. A lot of uh, 2K. A lot of Madden. I just started Ozark the other night. Which is a Netflix show starring. I watched the first one. I'm blanking on that dude's name. He's in. He's in everything. He's in everything. He's a funny guy. He plays a more serious role in Ozark. I really like that show. I think I'm four episodes in. Was he in Hangover? No, it wasn't. No. No. I forget his name, but. Yeah, no, that 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 show's pretty crazy too. I've been I've been playing video games, obviously, um, trying to get, you know, Pack Center up and going um just been doing random stuff i'm still in school so that kind of sucks zoom sucks yeah but yeah how is zoom by the way zoom I, zoom's all right talk about the kind of the adjustment you have to make from i on, mean like in-person classes to zoom yeah i don't pay attention at all now no, yeah yeah not at all i put mute on my mic so they can't hear me and then i turn off my camera so they can't see me and i just leave <laughs> like basically that's my that's me going to school now like and i just do whatever so um but I mean, I kind of balanced that. The fact was like, I'm not getting to graduation, so I don't really care at this point. You know, what yeah. I mean? I'll get my diploma no matter what. But kind of pissed on that. But yeah, it's been it's been cool. Um, sucks can't leave the house though. That's but I've been playing a lot of video games. Um, we've been watching like full NBA games from like the '80s. Yeah, that's been kind of fun. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, I've never really watched. You know, what did we watch the other day? We watched like the... MJ during so, some game. It was some playoff. We watched playoff. his championship game in North Carolina oh, the other and then we watched, one. and then we watched the game to have to get them to 72 wins to break the record. It was oh, against... That was that game against the Trailblazers? Uh, I don't think it was against the Trailblazers. I think it was against who played... Um, oh, it was... A, it was... Um, the Juan Howard. Juan Howard was on the team. It was... I don't know where Juan Howard ended up after me. Damn, I totally forget, dude. Whatever. It was a really good game anyways. Yeah. But it's like, you just gotta do random stuff. Yeah. Um, Jason Bateman is this guy's name, Jason by the way, Bateman. In Ozark. So that's the main character. He's in... I watched the first episode. It's pretty good. It's a very good yeah, show. Good. I think I'm gonna watch a couple more episodes. Probably right after this. Um, I'm on like the fourth episode. I really like it. But yeah, Netflix is flourishing right now. There's a like like we said, Love is Blind, yep. Tiger King. If you haven't watched those, crazy, go watch them. Yep. I mean, we're no TV critics, no, but I, I mean, it's some watching. fun entertainment. Right. And you know, when you're bored in this time, you know a lot of people working from home at this kind of weird time. A lot of people are laid off um, from their other jobs, and it's you know. So if you could find some entertainment at some right. Netflix, I think it's I think it's worth it. Hopefully, we give you guys a little bit of a break from what's going on, a little bit of entertainment to listen to us babble about nonsense. Um, we have said multiple times on this podcast, we are not betting men, but if we were, what would you be betting on right now? Because there's no sports. I mean, the AFL was something I was looking at for a while. Oh, that, you mean the XFL? No, the AFL. The it's the AFL? Australian football Oh, league. Australian. Um, okay, okay. That was, that was kind of a that thing. Was that was going on for a la- minute. That was the yeah. last standing yep. kind of sport. That was for, still going. It was a couple weeks ago they just ended. And I know cricket um, was playing for a while. Cricket was without playing. Without fans. Barstool Big Cat does this um, at-home horse, horse race. Racing. I don't know if yeah. you've seen it. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I've yeah. watched a couple of them. It's like a 10-minute thing. If you have Twitter, look him up, Barstool Big Cat. He he puts on a whole production. It's pretty funny. Uh, even if you aren't into gambling, it's pretty funny yeah. to watch either way. Um, but I've been kind of watching that. I mean, 
I, I personally like the simulations we've been doing. Oh, that's true. The, the, the 2K simulations. So yeah, Bleach Report's putting out a whole uh, Madden bracket of all-time teams. Are they doing a bracket now? Yes, oh so they put gosh. together all-time teams from all 32 teams in the league. And I think they just finished their first round yesterday. Today starts the second round of that bracket. Um, so they're doing just a bunch of Madden simulations. They put odds on them and all, everything. It's it's very interesting to watch. Um, we watched a couple of those. We were watching Marble Racing for a little bit. for Okay, if you guys have never seen Marble Racing, <laughs> look that up on YouTube. Marble Racing, if you need something to like competitively watch, like you want to like root for one person and like, or one marble, I should say. Yeah. And, like, win. And, like, maybe if you do bet, um, not like, I mean, we don't bet, whatever. But if you were to bet on marbles, um, it's probably the most fun we've had in quarantine since this whole thing yeah, started. Yeah, it's a fun time. I mean, you can pick your favorite. I have my uh, speeder something or my favorite. Oh, my Forget God. Forget the steamy speeder or something like that or kind of my favorite marbles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, they do a whole Winter Olympics. They have pretty cool. time trials and everything. It's it's very uh, diverse for marble racing. Very proud of whoever put that together. Dude, he's, yeah, he's a stud. Definitely has some time on his hands, but he definitely does it in the very best way. Yeah, oh yeah, by far the best production I've seen yeah. of a... You know what, we'll just say Olympics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not even Marble Olympics. Um, oh, but the Olympics are, I mean, nether coronavirus as we wrap up. Yeah. Olympics are postponed till yeah, 2021. That's kind of insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was that was kind of the last thing that was like, yeah. we had a hang oh, well, on to. You know the Olympics were just dragging their feet. Like, yeah. they, you can't, like, that's like, postponing the Olympics is crazy. Like, that's crazy. I mean, so. Yeah, everything's crazy at right. this point. I'm surprised it took them that long, to be honest. Um, Is the U.S. Open? Some tennis, maybe it is. I mean, Wimbledon or one of the tennis, like the biggest tennis tournaments in the world got canceled for the first time since World War II, World War Two. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but as we are wrapping up, I want to, we want to thank you guys for tuning in and still giving us your guys' support. It means the world. Um, hopefully we can give you guys some break from the stress and the chaos that's going on in the world today. Sorry if it sounds bad. We don't really know how it sounds right now. We are it's the first time doing it on my computer at home. I finally got access to Adobe Edition. Um, we're in Tyler's room, so we don't really know how the <laughs> echo. We just don't know anything. Yeah. So we're just going to put it out there. If you guys want to listen, that's awesome. We appreciate you guys for everything that you guys do and always um, I appreciate you guys following us on, you know, all the social medias and just keeping up with what we put out. It means the world to us, guys. Um, so we want to tell you guys to stay safe, um, have as much fun indoors as you can. We'll get through this together. And like always, let's go pack. Let's go pack.